When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey, Cobbers. From the land down under. This is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's the Big Bash Daily, the Cricket Badger, James Butler with you and joined in a couple of minutes time by two of the BBL fan reps. Thank you very much to bluecrocodile.co.uk, snapping up the right mortgages for you at Blue Croc Money on Twitter. Give them a follow, have a look at their website, getting you the best mortgage deals possible. But we have just seen, and, and, and I am the Perth Scorchers fan rep on this Big Bash Daily podcast and they've been my team down the years. They've had immense success in the Big Bash, but they have had had the most horrendous start to this Big Bash tournament and they have been walloped walloped by Adelaide Strikers today. We saw the Adelaide Strikers thanks to a really good innings at the top of the order by Phil Salt. 51 or 31 balls. They got to 165 for 8. That's around about a par score. It's about the average score on that pitch. We saw some good bowling from Jai Richardson. He got 3 for 30 in his 4 overs. 2 for 38 from Andrew Ty and 2 for 14 from Mitch Marsh. But then the Perth Scorchers came out and they've been reinforced after Christmas, with Jason Roy coming into the side, Liam Livingston coming into the side, it hasn't made a huge amount of difference. They've been bowled out today in Adelaide for 94. They have lost by 71 runs, and it has been a pretty dire performance. Wickets shared around, two wickets apiece for all five bowlers, Worrell, Siddle, Agar, Rashid Khan, and Danny Briggs. And Sam Dalling joining me. It's um, not pleasant reading, is it? If, if you're a Perth Scorchers fan, if you're an Adelaide Strikers man like yourself, it's not so bad. Yeah, I'm just staring at the table, James. You know, sitting pretty top of the table. All right, play the game more, but you know, uh, you have to enjoy the the victories when you get them. And it was a pretty comprehensive performance, as you say. No one really. I think I heard them say it was the Scorchers' second biggest defeat runs wise ever. And no one, you know, you maybe expect that if you're chasing 200 plus and, and really having to go from the off, but. 
with an average-ish score on the board. And it was quite a performance. And, uh, you know, the score just started well enough, but it just, I think they were 35 without loss, but it was just a really great all-round, um, particularly from the, the spinners. Um, it was fantastic. And as a strikers fan, I'm very pleased. To coin a cliched phrase, you can only beat what's in front of you and the Andalo strikers can take a lot of confidence from, as you say, sitting top of the table and a convincing win. I mean, 71 runs in T20 terms is a massive victory, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. You know, it, it, it's a hammering, bowling a side out for under 100. And I think it goes to just the consistency of the side. It, it's a really settled side. Now, I was looking a bit at the Brisbane Heat earlier, and I sidetracked, but, you know, there's so many changes in that side, whereas the strikers, you go through the lineup, and it's pretty much uh, been the same almost every game since the off. And I think, you know, that they all know their job in that side. And there's some top quality players without their being, well, especially you know, Rashi, Carnage, and Superstar, but everyone can stand up and, and play their part, and they're, they're all starting to do that. Naman Shah's on the line as well. And Naman, as we said, a convincing victory. And what Sam just said there, you know, Perth Scorchers, ins and outs all the way through this competition, that doesn't help, does it? You know, a settled side, getting used to your roles in an 11, is quite important in T20s. And as he's getting on a roll and getting the, the momentum going, which is what the strikers seem to have got. But the flip side of that is if you get into a bit of a trough and start losing games, that becomes your habit, doesn't it? And Perth Scorchers have got into that habit. Yes, sir, pretty much. I feel uh, they are still not playing the best 11. I feel the top four players are a similar kind of. They need someone who could stand over there till the 15th or 20th over and guide the uh, other players and guide the scoring and not just whack every ball. I feel the Munro, Roy and Livingston all are similar kind of players. I feel they did a good job, especially Mitchell Marsh. They brought that, uh, brought the team back into the hunt. Uh, they were Adelaide were going berserk in the initial overs, and this has been the kind of template innings which Adelaide has been playing. They go uh, mad in the first uh, four to five overs with the Salt and Weatherall, but uh, Mitchell Marsh and uh, Jai Richardson did a good job. Uh, but in the end, uh, I feel Rashid Khan uh, played a good role. Uh, over there because uh, early also in the podcast I had mentioned that Rashid Khan is always better when uh, he is defending the total and uh, he proved that today he is hard and uh, good to see him uh, bowl before the 10th over and not uh, wait uh, after the 10th when the uh, bashers are coming in and he is just trying to defend the score and not take the wicket. Uh, good to see Adelaide uh, topping the table. In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Going to pick out uh, two or three players just to have a quick chat about each one of these the first one Phil Salt he's going to be a guest on the Big Bash Dailies in a, in a few days time being a, a guest on the Cricket Budget Podcast a couple of times a player I like a lot as a person but a player I like a lot as a player as well and this was the first time I think he's, he's had a few sort of cameos at the top of the order but 51 today from 31 deliveries four fours four sixes Sammy he's a, he's a terrific player isn't he we know him obviously quite well in England uh, I mean the batting for Sussex Played last year for the Adelaide Strikers and got gradually better as the tournament went through. But the first signs that he's really starting to uh, kind of get the bit between his teeth, that was a really good knock from him today. 
Yeah, it was really great to watch. And as you say, he, come, he comes across as a really likeable bloke. And he, he was really good value on the... Um, he was mic'd up, which I always wonder as a player if I I would fancy that. But I think he was chatting and then got a catch almost immediately after. But yeah, he was at his explosive best today. And a similar pattern to last season where he started slowly, as you said. But I think from, from what I hear, he backs himself and doesn't get too phased by that. I think in T20... You can go on. It's a, so much about a bit of confidence and a, a bit of touch and a bit of luck. And I think you have to be able to accept that it's not always going to come off every time, particularly when you're going out and playing your shots from the top of the order. So he doesn't, you know, he started with a couple of low scores, but wasn't really phased by that. A couple of 20s and then t- tonight was more of his night. Yeah, I mean, in my dealings with him, and the, he, he just seems quite a relaxed fairly chilled out kind of guy and that's the way to take T20 isn't it not to get too up by your, your big performances and not to get too down by the failures you have I think the people I've always thought that struggle in cricket are those that overthink it a bit too much and kind of take it to bed with them and uh, doesn't tend to actually work out positively Jason Gillespie a very this isn't meant in the nicest possible way but a very simple coach it's just kind of go out there and do it lads kind of attitude and I think Phil Salt probably revels in that kind of environment and hopefully he'll score up plenty more runs in this tournament the next man I want to talk about uh, Naman is, uh, well, we mentioned him already. Um, it's hard to uh, do an Adelaide Strikers um, review without mentioning Rashid Khan, but he's been named as the T20 player of the decade. He has just come I mean, the, the Afghanistan story is just bonkers, isn't it? How they've come from nowhere in on the world ladder in terms of cricket, right into the kind of upper echelons, the top table of cricket. And um, Rashid Khan, Mohammed Nabi, etc the poster boys of afghan cricket but rashid khan has got everything hasn't he just 22 he's already played over 250 t20 matches in his time and he just keeps getting better i I just love the way he plays and he looks again i've never met rashid khan but he looks a really relaxed kind of guy a big smile on his face he's always chatting to everybody else and he's a joy to watch isn't he some of those and not just with the ball with the bat as well, there's a couple of shots he played today. They, they describe them as helicopter shots on the TV, but I, I thought it looked more like a lasso or he was skimming stones across across a lake or something like that. Loads of bottom hands, whips it really quickly, bat comes through with speed and just propels it across the boundary edge. He's uh, a terrific player to watch, Naman. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And uh, the main point to consider over here, as you have mentioned, that he's just 22. And uh, in just five years, he made his debut in the year 2015 and he has made his name and uh, uh, he has played worldwide in every team, every league and he has been such an icon and also a role model for so many youngsters out there. Uh, it's hard to digest that he's just uh, 22 years and a uh, few days back, I also saw that uh, one of the uh, top legends, uh, Sachin Tendulkar, was asked uh, one of the bowlers he would like to face in today's era. He also mentioned Rashid Khan's name uh, because he told that he has been spoken a lot of. So he also mentioned his name and uh, yes, he is a terrific T20 player. Uh, not only with the ball, he's always with the bat. His energy speaks a lot. He's everywhere. Today also you saw the catch he took. He is uh, such an icon and also we see in him in the IPL. Uh, he has been an asset uh, for Hyderabad. Uh, he's been, he's, in a short time, he's making a name and uh, he, he was also handed the captaincy for Afghanistan uh, later on. Uh, it, it got changed, but uh, yes, uh, that's terrific to see him. They say live every day as if it's your last. I mean, he's packing in quite a life, isn't he? 22 years old and he's already achieved far more than I will ever do. Rashid Khan, incredible performance today. Last person I want to talk about, Sam, is uh, Jason Roy, who uh, we've mentioned before on this podcast, comes into the big bash 
off the back of a pretty fallow run in his batting career. Ever since he played Test cricket for England, he seems to have struggled a little bit for confidence and consistency in the white ball form, which is where he really made his name. And uh, he came in today, hit a couple of really nice shots, hit three fours down the ground, one six as well. Then just try the shot too many. 21 for him today. He needs to um, get some runs under his belt in this one, doesn't he? You know, get his career back on track, really. Yeah, it's been, it's been a tough, it's been a weird, well, 12 months, 18 months for him, you know, since winning the World Cup and, and playing Test cricket before that. Yeah, today, it, he looked in decent nick today. As you say, it's a shot too many, but I don't think you can curb that really in in T20 cricket. It's it's just been such a fallow period like in an England shot. I think he did all right for Surrey when he went back in at the end of the back end of the season in, in the T20. So it's not like he's the runs have been completely dry. But I, I think it, what was, the stat flashed up earlier that his top big bash score was 40, I think. I'm, I can't off the top of my head recall what kind of sample size we're looking at there. But I, I he just, you just want him. You just want him to do well. He, mm. You know, he, He's obviously got that talent. He just hopes he can just get on a little run of form and, and get past 50 a few times and hopefully he can turn a corner and then be ready for England's white ball stuff next up. Absolutely. Everybody knows what he can do. When he's in full flow, he is one of the best in the world. There's no doubt about it in white ball cricket. We want to watch the big bash. We want to see players like him entertaining us. So hopefully Jason Roy can score a lot of runs in the big bash 10. bluecrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. Let's have a look at our bluecrocodile.co.uk player of the match today. Then there's a few candidates, I think. it's uh, As I say, a lot of the um, performances today, runs and wickets shared around both of the sides, really. It's got to really come from the Adelaide strikers camp. Now, man, who are you going to nominate? Yes, I, initially I thought that it would be Mitchell Marsh. Uh, I thought first coaches will kill this match and... Uh, over 14 for the two wickets, uh, but yes, uh, I my nomination will go for Rashid Khan. Surely, uh, terrific uh, bowling, uh, terrific catch, and that those 30 runs at the end of the day mattered a lot because uh, Adelaide was losing the track, uh, but uh, his cameo held, and I feel it was a complete performance from him today. Yeah, Rashid Khan, two for 18 from three overs today, didn't actually bowl out today, and then with the bat towards the end of the Adelaide strikers innings, 29 from 13 balls, 1-4 and 3-6s. Have you got any complaints with naming Rashid Khan, the bluecricketer.co.uk player of the match today, Sam? It won't come as that much of a surprise to hear I haven't. No, I, I agree. Mitchell Marsh, he was great. He, he bowled really well there. And I, I like him. And I know Justin Langer has talked before about how, for some reason, uh, people seem to have taken against him. And I was just scrolling through social media and someone was saying, oh, it's the curse of the Marsh brothers, whoever they play for seems to lose. So it was good to see him do well. Salty with runs. Um, but yeah, I, I like you, I really enjoyed watching Rashid Khan bat. That some of those shots, it's hard to describe them, but not orthodox, but extremely effective. And he does it all with a smile on his face. So yeah, yeah both, you know, no qualms with him being around in the match at all. But as I, you know, I got told off last time for being too late, but Danny Briggs, again, after a really tough start, two for eight off just three overs today. So some kudos for him as well. But yeah, Rashid Khan. Yeah, Rashid Khan for his batting, his bowling and his entertainment 
is thebluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at bluecrocmoney or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. Right, before we leave today's podcast, um, as we've got Namon on, it's only right to, and India are doing rather well, aren't they? It's only right to talk about the Australia-India Test Series. I, I did a tweet this morning, Naman, saying something along the lines of, if you actually look across the two Test matches so far, India have been the better side for all but probably about an hour and a half of the series. That Obviously, that mad 36 all-out, they paid the price for that in the first test match, but they've come back really well, haven't they? We talked about it before the test match. They've um, obviously had to regroup. They've obviously had to change the side. Four changes there. Ajinki Rahani stepping up and not only taking the captaincy, but scoring a a really good hundred. And you must be really proud of the Indian side now, man, watching um, them doing what they're doing in the second test match. Very much, James. And I expected this performance, uh, trust me. And uh, I have not even missed a single ball uh, in for of this test match uh, it's a 5 am start but uh, it's just that i'm crazy about this test uh, cricket and uh, there's no kohli no rohit sharma no shami no umesh yadav also got injured no ishan sharma no hardik pandya and uh, in australia with this performance uh, it uh, speaks a huge volume uh, they are making a huge statement and also one thing is a small thing I don't know uh, you have noticed or not, but uh, India in away tours they have never declared that they are playing 11 before the test begins. Uh, this is the second time they are doing it. They also did in the first match. Now uh, this speaks about the confidence uh, they have in their oh in them, and uh, this is a huge and this is a good bunch of a lot. Uh, Shubman Gill coming in, and uh, yes, uh, I spoke in the earlier podcast of our uh, test match after the first uh, we lost. Uh, that this is not the best Australian side they are playing. Uh, they Instead of seeing the, what India had done in that one session, they had to focus on their batting. Uh, you saw one Slabu Shane and uh, Smita failing. They are failing to score, score even 150. The 20s and 30s by the other batsmen, but uh, not up to the mark. But uh, yes, uh, Bumra, Ashwin and especially Jadej, I am a huge fan of him. Uh, they have come together and brilliant innings uh, by Rane. Uh, uh, they should feel this uh, by first uh, session tomorrow. When we had uh, yourself and Rito on to look back at the first test match, it was noticeable that Rito was very much, uh, this is going to be 4-0 Australia now, was very, very pessimistic. You were far more upbeat and we were expecting uh, India to bounce back and they've done exactly that. My heart bleeds to you as well now, man. 5am start for you in India. It goes all the way through the night over here. I've got bags under the bags, under the black lines, under my eyes uh, at the moment over this Christmas period. There's so much sport and I'm not getting enough sleep. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com. Quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Together, we save balls. 
Sam, from your point of view looking at this test match, obviously Australia have been below par in this second test match. They were, for most of it, below par in the first test match. But after India got bowled out for 36 last time, Australia go into the um, into day four, two runs ahead with four wickets left. If they could push that lead up to maybe 75-80, with India knowing that they got rolled last time, could they put some pressure on them? They could, theoretically. I'm not sure it's going to happen, as you say, that the Indians have, have bounced back superbly. And I, I, I just can't see any, I can't see past the India win. I know that's the, the easy thing to say. I've, I, I must say I haven't watched an awful lot of it. I've, I've been doing at least test match special on overnight. So I kind of drift in and out of it um, during my sleep and wake up in the morning kind of sort of knowing what's happened without really being able to recall it. But yeah, it's been such an impressive performance from the Indians. I mean, you never know. That's the beauty of professional sport. But it would be... It will be a hell of a surprise if Australia were to take a 2-0 lead from here, put it that way. That, that's what people do with those motivational tapes, isn't it? They go to bed listening to a tape saying, you are fantastic, you are amazing, you are going to conquer the world tomorrow, and then they wake up believing it. And you, you do the same with the cricket commentary. You wake up knowing the scores without actually uh, missing out on your, your beauty sleep, which, to be honest, you need a lot of, Sam. But we will <laughs> we will look, we will reunite again very soon, both of you, Naman and Sam. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank You're welcome, Dave. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening as well. Adelaide Strikers finished the day on the top of the Big Bash 10 table with a very convincing victory over Perth Scorchers, my Perth Scorchers, who are struggling. They've played four. They're on two points right at the bottom of the table. Adelaide Strikers played five on 13 right at the top end of it. These are the Big Bash dailies. We will be back again with you tomorrow. Thank you to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of these podcasts. I've been James, the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you tomorrow. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 